Why the heck would anyone want to move to the city of Stevens Point, Wisconsin? And what exactly makes the city so great that causes people to stay? I'm your host, Sarah Ashley, and this is the Humans of Stevens Point. We will explore what makes the Stevens Point area a great place to live, work, play, create, and so much more as we interview the humans that live in the area. This podcast will explore mainly the actual city, but we'll cover the overall area and cover the good, the bad, and the ugly as we address various different issues that connect with the overall topic. On today's episode, we have Christopher Benny, who is the executive director for the local social welfare organization, Difficult Discussions, that does work regarding diversity, equity, and inclusion. In addition to highlighting what makes Stevens Point a great place to live, work, play, create, and so much more, We'll also discuss some possible hard-hitting issues that Christopher specializes in, including the importance of social justice work in small cities like ours. I was born in Brooklyn, New York, and I, but my parents are from India, so once I was uh, around six years old, I went back to Bangalore, India, and I lived there till I was about 17, 18, and then I came back here for university. So that's how I ended up in Stevens Point, was for the University of Wisconsin, Stevens Point. Awesome. And yeah, it was uh, interesting because uh, New York, millions of people, and then uh, Bangalore, it's like the third most populated city in the second most populated country. So about like 10, 11 million people in that just city. And then I come to Stevens Point and about 11,000 people. <laughs> so it's a really big difference. That is definitely a huge difference. I can only imagine, you know, uh, I'm actually from Cincinnati originally myself, um, okay. and I landed here six years ago because I had friends that were from Stevens Point, everybody's like, well, how did you land here of all places? <laughs> and uh, had friends that were from here, and, you know, I landed here six years ago. You know, I got a better job, you know, helped pay rent with a roommate and such. And, uh, uh, you know, I've been here ever since then. And, you know, six years later, uh, the city's starting to grow on me. When I first moved here, <laughs> I was like, I don't like this place. It's a small city. Cincinnati is way bigger, you know, not quite the population of either of the cities you mentioned, but definitely bigger than Stevens Point. So I can definitely relate to that to some extent. (laughs) It it is a pretty big culture shock, right? Like when you're coming from a place with uh, endless um, activities and businesses to go to and um, transportation is no longer a problem because when I was in New York or when I was in Bangalore, I didn't have to worry about, okay, I got to drive, right? Uh, I, can, I can get a bus, I can get the metro, I can get the rail. Um, and it was, or in India, you can just get a auto rickshaw, which is like a, uh, I guess in movies they call them tuk-tuks. It's a smaller vehicle, it's a three-wheeler. Okay. And you come to Stevens Point, and you're all of a sudden limited to your geographical area. So when I'm looking for apartments, I'm looking for apartments that are five minutes from the campus. So worse comes to worse, let's say I can't get a bus, I can walk to it at least, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it is a pretty big culture shock. You know, that kind of answered my question, too, as far as, like, you know, what brought you here originally as far as, you know, you came here to go to school. Um, so how long have you lived in the Stevens Point area then? About six years now for university, and then uh, I graduated after four years, and then I took a job at uh, Davida Dialysis in um, Clover area, and now I work for the National Farm Medicine Center in Marshfield, but I'm still living in Point. Um, Something about that sense of community, I guess. Uh, Mm -hmm. Once you move into a smaller town, 
uh, what's different is that uh, you start making all these connections, right? Like when I was in New York or Bangalore, like uh, you, you, there are so many people and so many people doing so many things that they're focused on and your circles might not overlap but when you're in a smaller city uh, you always find a way to like work with the different groups even if they're in a total different industry than you are you're looking at okay how can we make this work together right how can we build community together um, how can we ensure that uh, both our projects are successful at the same time we're helping each other um, so you start like interacting with people and now if I'm going to the farmers market or if I'm just going for a walk like to the park or whatever it is you always see people you know and they're waving at you they stop talking to you and I think it also has to do with like the Midwest uh, niceness right like uh, That's people true. are a lot more friendly here so yeah that is true you know and living here about the same time frame you know roughly about six years I get the same vibe I've connected uh -huh. with a lot of people over time and sometimes I'm like I don't know a lot of people you know and next thing you know I'm downtown oh hey you know how are you and or I'll go to like an art gallery or a restaurant or something and I feel like you always run into somebody that you know and if you don't know them, they've definitely seen you around town and uh -huh. they're like, I've seen you, but <laughs> I don't know who you are. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and a lot of times that strikes up conversations and so on and so forth. So overall, what would you say made you stay in Stevens Point and not move away to a bigger city? The unique thing about Stevens Point is that there's a lot of opportunity to create and do things within the community that it might not already exist, right? So uh, from my perspective, by staying in Stevens Point, I'm able to impact greater change, right? I'm able to like uh, find ways where my talents and my resources can make the community better, make um, the place better for future generations to come in. So when I came into UW-Stevens Point, um, I knew of maybe 10 other Indian people that had um, gone to Stevens Point, right? And after I was here for about two years, I found out that another person from my school in India decided to come to UW-Stevens Point, which is insane because <laughs> again like right there's so many universities and i didn't even know where stevens point was when i was applying uh back <laughs> back then like uw stevens point had a bigger budget a way bigger budget um and we had uh people come to india to actually recruit so oh. i yeah yeah so wow. i met one of the recruiters uh martha yonke um, and she was one of the most pleasant people I had met, and she's like, hey, like, uh, when you think about universities, uh, think about it like this too, right? Because I'm, I'm talking to uh, Rutgers, uh, Penn State. Uh, Big-name universities. Yeah, big-name <laughs> universities, right? NYU, and so on. And, and all of a sudden, she's like, hey, think about it like this. You could either be uh, a little fish in a big pond, or you can be a big fish in a little pond, right? Like, what what, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do to create change or make things happen? And I was like, whoa, that's, that's a total different perspective. And also the fact that it's so much more affordable, but you get the same opportunities, right? Like, that's, that's what a lot of people like overlook is, they're like, oh yeah, Steve, uh, UW Stevens Point, smaller university, uh, what, what 10,000 students when I came in. And but but the difference is you have so much more opportunity to do research because all of your faculty and staff still have their educational requirements that you're going to see in the bigger uh, bigger schools 
but now you are in a smaller pool of people, you get more personalized attention, you get uh, mm -hmm. more research opportunities, more extracurricular opportunities, and in a sense that makes you uh, a more holistically developed person than if you were sitting in a class of 400 people and you're like, okay, like uh, my total interaction for the week with the class is the clickers that uh, clicker questions that I'm answering, right? That, that was something that was uh, really unique about uh, UW-Stevens Point and like why I decided to stay was like, okay, I get to do things, right? I get to make change happen. How do I make sure that more people who are uh, diverse, right? Like uh, d diverse, not just in the form of race, uh, but gender identity, sexual identity, um, also socioeconomic status. How can we get more people to come to Stevens Point? How can we build the community that we have here and make something that's nice even better? That's true. You know, that's definitely one thing that I feel like makes the city of Stevens Point great and, you know, a place where people should move to, you know, live here, stay here, etc. Uh, you know, the overall uh, theme of the podcast, of course, is we do have a great university here that drives a, uh, more diversity. Uh, probably not as much, of course, as we'd like to see, but definitely drives diversity in the city. And, you know, I feel like it you know, helps to grow the city and makes the city definitely a better place, you know, instead of just being kind of some hole-in-the-wall city that doesn't have much going on and, mm -hmm. you know, maybe has like two bars or <laughs> <laughs> not much to do or whatever. <laughs> and, you know, uh, the fact that, you know, I'm on board with you as far as it is an affordable education, you know, so that's definitely something that I love about UWSP mm -hmm. and something that, made me want to go to UWSP too, you know, the fact that it's super affordable and they generally have a, a relatively high admit, admittance rate too, you know, compared to some of those larger universities that are picky with people. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Next question that I have for you, um, as far as like, um, you've kind of touched on this a little bit, but uh, what do you do specifically in Stevens Point as far as like your overall organization that you've started me and uh my co-founder uh her, her name is Antasia johnson um uh so she after she graduated she was like okay i'm going to go to texas to get my master's and we were like okay what are we going to do to keep continuing the work that we were doing in college how can we continue to make uh stevens point and other communities more inclusive so we decided to start uh difficult discussions incorporated and what Difficult Discussions does is we provide free or extremely affordable um, resources such as workshops, uh, consultancy, uh, policy revision, and uh, for making communities more equitable. There's a whole list on the website that you can see like what workshops we've done. Uh, actually, the first one that I ever did was uh, for uh, Marathon County's uh, Martin Luther King, uh, uh, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Day. And uh, it was a, a workshop on the intersectionality between um, a mental health and culture, right? Mm -hmm. Like how does your culture influence the, the, your mental health and the resources that you're available and the stigma associated with it. And uh, that was a, a pretty cool experience. And when you look at like, you know, smaller towns, because Marathon County uh, is, is a smaller county compared to like, you know, the, the cities we were talking mm -hmm. about earlier, but they do have initiatives right, like that, right? And Portage County, for example, we have a brand new diversity affairs and inclusiveness uh, uh, committee 
which is which is beautiful, right? Like you know, we're, awesome. we're a small county that decided to put together uh, diversity affairs and inclusiveness com- committee that's focusing on making our primarily white, which was more than ninety percent of the population in Portage County, is a Caucasian, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, how do we make sure that uh, other communities are feeling welcome here? How do we make sure that we retain talent? How do we diversify our workforce? And it's, uh, I think it's really cool the opportunities that are out there. And I'm glad that, you know, like we're able to help out through difficult discussions and um, as well as like, you know, help out with other organizations that are here doing good work too. One thing that I definitely love about Stephen's point is uh, there are definitely opportunities here. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, uh, I feel like it's an up and coming city and, you know, the, the downtown is kind of developing and, even if there are still some uh, some issues there as far as like housing prices and you know do we have XYZ uh, stores or whatever downtown you know that's the one thing that I love about Stevens Point there are opportunities here mm-hmm. uh, whereas like if you go to Madison uh, Milwaukee or you know New York City you might not have as many opportunities to start a business start an organization mm-hmm. and uh, kind of build it from there so you know that's one thing i love about this area absolutely <laughs> can make lots of connections with people too personally i can obviously see reasons why your organization's needed in the area and or small midwestern cities and you definitely definitely uh hit it hit it on the head i guess uh <laughs> as far as why your organization's needed in the area and kind of just small midwestern cities in general so you know i I love that and um so and you may have already touched on this as far as like in relation to the overall work that your organization does um what can you say that what can you say that the uh stevens point area needs to do to i guess improve like where they're at now and diversity and such and also You've definitely mis- mentioned diversity, equity, inclusion. Can you define those just in case there is somebody listening that's like, hey, I hear these quote-unquote buzzwords, mm-hmm. but maybe they don't know what they mean. So <laughs> Absolutely. So uh, diversity is um, what I would def- define it as uh, the differences that we have, right? Uh, so I would say there are two different types of diversity, visible diversity and invisible diversity. Uh, visible diversity is what you can see, um, the color of your skin, the age that you are, so on. And invisible diversity could be things like socioeconomic status, um, gender identity, sexual identity, so on. And then you have, um, so we covered diversity, Inclusion is when you have a group of people that might be different from you completely involved and accepted by the community in such a way that they no longer feel alienated, right? So um, there's something that I heard at uh, UWC in Spoil when I was there. Um, Diversity is uh, being asked to uh, a party, right? Uh, while inclusion is being asked to dance at the party. So uh, you are being involved in the process. You are... I like that. That's yeah. awesome. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then you have your equity aspect of it where um, it is... So a lot of people say, okay, if you have the same policies, we have the same um, resources available to all communities, then absolutely everybody is going to have the same success rate, right? 
But that's not the case because uh, in historically, we have so many systemic practices and policies that were put in place to exclude certain groups that they're not starting at the same starting point that other communities are starting at. So <laughs> equity is um, making sure that uh, you are understanding the needs of certain communities, looking at why they're not at the same point that other communities are at, and tailoring resources to that community so that they can get to the same point that other communities are at. So that's how I would define those three terms. Awesome. And um, talking about the, um, I guess, importance we did go over, right? Like why it's important to have these resources. And another thing that you mentioned was, um, what do we need to do in Stevens Point or communities like this to make it more inclusive? It is listen to the the communities that are being marginalized and listen to what they have to say, right? A lot of times we overlook that, that basic step that you would think because you have people saying, okay, I want to make change. I want to make positive change in the community. But then they go ahead and hijack the... the I guess the microphone or the, uh, the the speaking point of a marginalized community, and then they go ahead and they do get changed, but that change might not be what the marginalized community wants for them. So making sure you listen to leaders from marginalized communities, understand what they want, how can we make them feel more inc uh, included into our community. And then you also have the education aspect of it, right? So. How can we make more people understand the problems that exist because of the lack of diversity, equity, and inclusion, right? How do we get people to understand what is missing and why is it important? And a lot of people, if you don't pay attention to it, you're not going to know, right? Like if you ask me something about, uh, I don't know, um, aeronautics, I would not know anything about it <laughs> unless I went out attended a seminar or a workshop or went to an event and I learned about it, then I'm like, okay, I can give you a basic understanding of what I have. I'm not saying you're going to know everything about it, but you need to start at some point. Mm -hmm. um, so make sure that you, you use the resources that are available to you. Um, go to the events that the university puts on, uh, focusing on diversity, equity, and inclusion. Um, get a workshop from us, and if you can't afford to pay for it, put the fee waiver application in. I, I, we would like gladly come do it for you for free. Um, or Look at the other resources that are out there, right? Like in a community, there are different groups working to promote or instill diversity, equity, and inclusion. So what, what are the other resources out there? Uh, or even do something small, like uh, go to the uh, cultural festival and see what different cultures have uh, from, you know, like uh, what are different aspects associated with that culture and start learning from there. But that's what I would say is one of the starting points of uh, making uh, this community more inclusive. What would you say kind of makes the Stevens Point area a great place to live, work, play, uh, create, and so much more. And obviously your organization exists for a reason. Uh, so why should people move to the area to pursue, you know, anything that we've kind of talked about? Overall, to just kind of hit, bring it home with the overall mm -hmm. point of the podcast, so what makes the area a great place to live, work, play, etc.? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so um, let's... So if you have uh, children, right, uh, the Stevens Point school system, it's a, it's a brilliant school system to go to. And let's say you have uh, kids who are a little older, you got the university right here that they could go to. Or if you're transitioning from high school to college, there's a university right here. 
let's say they don't want to do the four-year school track. We have the Mid-State Technical College where you can get your technical skills, right? You know, like your two-year diplomas and so on. Um, so there's the education aspect of it. And then you have big, like, industries that are in Stevens Point. Uh, you have um, Sentry Insurance. You got AIG. You got uh, Warzala and uh, Del Monte and, and a bunch of other organizations that you can find employment at. And then you have your healthcare aspect of it because now we have the Aspirus Clinic. Uh, the Marshfield Clinic that's here is expanding. And um, that's, that's beautiful to see because you have two different healthcare institutions within Stevens Point itself. And apart from that, like just, just the way the city is structured is beautiful. And if you haven't been to Stevens Point, um, I would highly recommend you come check it out. The downtown area uh, has a bunch of little small, like, you know, local businesses, which is really wonderful when you do support it. At least for me, I feel good when I'm going to a local business compared to when I'm going to a chain because I know the person that I'm buying from or I'm going to see the person that I'm buying from around. Um, so you have that. And as you keep walking down, it's right by the water. So there's this beautiful river that uh, runs through. So if you're into, you know, water activities, you got that there. And if you're into nature and wildlife, we have the whole Green Circle Trail. And then we have Schmeekly Reserve, um, which is a... Um, I think um, associated or a part of the university and that's gorgeous too so you have uh, a good opportunity for education employment health care as well as outdoor activities um, so that, that I think that makes this place very unique and holistic place to live in there's definitely a lot going on in, in the city you know compared to like six years ago when I moved here and uh, like I said earlier I was just like I don't like this place it's significantly smaller than the city of Cincinnati or <laughs> even a comparable city in Wisconsin. There's not much to do here. But, you know, as time has went along, uh, the city and even myself personally have evolved to where, you know, you can see that there are things to do here. You know, the city's growing and, you know, it's, it's up and coming and there's a lot of opportunities in a small Midwestern city to grow and mm -hmm. just do things and leave your mark. I guess, do you have any final thoughts or anything else that you want to say about your organization, the city, yourself, or just whatever? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, if you're ever interested in uh, looking at the resources we have out there, um, just visit our website. It's difficult-discussions.com. The hyphen is important because without the hyphen, we don't show up. So difficult-discussions.com, and you can check out the resources we have there. And also, if you haven't uh, visited Stevens Point or if you're thinking about moving to a, a quieter, more fun city, think about Stevens Point, right? Come visit. <laughs> come check us out. Uh, there's a bunch of cool resources out here. Um, so, yeah, that's all I have to say. Awesome. Well, hey, you know, thank you for coming on to the show.